God through prayer when you confess and immediately when you confess with a heart of repentance before God, he cleanses, he purifies. <laughs> he, he carries away the guilt of that sin. This is how our debt is removed. Our debt is not removed by doing certain works or uh, 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 you know, getting better. Now, here's a, kind of a strategy that growing up in the church and, and being a, a follower of Jesus for some time, a strategy that I've used that fails completely. And maybe you've used it as well. There's a sin in my life, and I really enjoy this sin, and I, I don't want to let this sin go. I don't want to confess it because immediately when I confess, the Spirit of God beams His holy light upon that blemish in my soul, and it convicts me, and, 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 and so I don't want to go there. I want to hold on to that sin. So I'm holding on to that sin, and then I feel the vitality of my life drained away from me. My spiritual life, my spiritual walk is is overwhelmed with emptiness and despair and guilt and pain and sorrow. And so instead of confessing and relying upon God's uh, loving grace to forgive me, here's what I do. I do other stuff that's religious or spiritual. I, 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 I pursue other paths. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, read an extra chapter in Scripture, or I'll uh, go to a, another event at church, or I'll uh, do something spiritual. Um, and I think that if I can, and this is the failed strategy, if I can do enough of these spiritual things over here, I'll feel better about this sin that I'm holding on to. And all the while, the spiritual life is, is uh, a drudgery. The spiritual life is, is, is uh, filled with despair and emptiness. My vitality has left me because... I'm not doing the very thing that God demands for me to do. Confess so that I might be cleansed. But the minute I confess, the minute I confess with a repentant heart, God cleanses the iniquity of my sin. He takes away the guilt, the debt. He, he carries it away and he places it at the foot of Christ's cross. Friends, today I want to encourage you. I beg you, please. I, I long for you to and for us to be healthy as followers of Christ. But we're not going to be healthy as long as we're in this pattern of hiding our sin and doing other stuff to try to make ourselves feel better. We must confess the debt we owe, and then we must rely upon God's loving grace to forgive us. Forgive us our debts. And then there's this added phrase. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Uh, to deepen our devotion to God, we confess the debt we owe. To deepen our devotion to God and our, our, our uh, dependence upon Him, we, uh, we uh, 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 rely upon uh, the forgiveness that His loving grace gives us through Christ. And then third, to deepen our devotion to God, we must forgive others. We deepen our devotion to God when we forgive others. Verse 14 and 15, uh, just, just look down in, in verse 14 and 15 uh, of this same. This is after the prayer, but it's important for us to hear. Um, in verse 14, Jesus says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, their, their debts that they owe to you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. 
If you don't forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Now, what's he talking about here? Well, he, he's not saying that his forgiveness is dependent upon you forgiving others. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, as a forgiven person, mark of a true repentant heart is that you will forgive others. Forgiving others can be a very challenging thing, but it is a necessity uh, to complete this circle of experiencing the full measure of God's forgiving love. Um, when we are forgiven the great debt that we have owed God, we dishonored His holiness and He is perfect in every way. We have sullied His purity and He is pure in every way. Oh, we've done all this to God and yet through Christ, through the payment of Christ's sacrificial death on a cross, He has made a way for us to experience and live in His forgiving love. When we confess, He cleanses. That's the way God operates. And as we who have been forgiven much, we know that others who have wronged us, we must forgive them in the same way. It's a mark of a person who's been forgiven. When I begin to understand how fully God has forgiven me, I am more ready to forgive others who have wronged me in some way. One of the key components of uh, living in this wondrous forgiving love of God is passing that love on by forgiving others. Ephesians chapter 4 says, uh, uh, be, uh, uh, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ also forgave you. Are we forgiving others the way God in Christ has forgiven us? It's not an easy task, and it's not a simple journey that we take to, to forgive others in that way, but it is, again, a necessity to deepen our devotion to God and to deepen our, our intimacy with God. We must forgive the way we've been forgiven. By the way, there's no way around that. Now, you might struggle with forgiving. I understand that there are people who have done great crimes against us, uh, I understand that there have been people who uh, have been uh, uh, horrifically hostile toward us in different ways. And I understand forgiveness doesn't come easy. And for many of us, that forgiveness must be a daily journey. Again, that's why I think this model prayer sets a pattern for us to follow every day in our intimate prayers with the Father. It, it reminds us, yeah, I, man... I need to forgive. And even when the crimes that someone has done against us, uh, we forgive it today, but tomorrow we wake up and the root of bitterness remains and, and there's still that, that, that hurt in our heart or even the consequences of their crimes against us that we have to carry. It, even in those moments, the journey for us is not to settle into the bitterness and become hostile toward them and others, but rather a way to health and wholeness, to deepen our intimacy with God. Oh, God, give me the grace to forgive. Give me your grace to forgive. And every day when, uh, if, if this particular wrong is a, 
uh, daily and consistent reminder to your soul, then every day you wake up and you make an intentional effort to forgive others the way God has forgiven you in Christ Jesus. And you go to bed that night, you wake up the next morning, if there's still that twinge and that pain and that consequence that you have to face, then once again on that day, you say, oh my goodness, yes, it's still there and I still feel it, but today I choose to forgive. As we forgive others, we reflect how our heart has received God's forgiveness. Forgiving, forgiven people forgive people. The truth is, uh, forgiveness received and given is really essential for healthy relationship with God and with others. So today and tomorrow and the next day, let's wake up and in the middle of our days, let's deepen our devotion to God and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Let's deepen our devotion to God by acknowledging, confessing the debt we owe to God, the sin in our life. And let's do that throughout the day. Let's deepen our devotion to God by relying on His forgiving love that's given to us through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And then let's deepen our devotion to God by forgiving others the way Christ has forgiven us. Let's go on that journey and let's find health for our soul as we walk closer and closer to God. May God bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he bless your coming in and may he bless your going out. May he fill your life with love and forgiveness. Good evening.